Well, there is a lot of attention being paid to the Writers Guild of America, as well as the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. All are negotiating a new contract that's to replace one that expires on May 1st. And unless a deal is reached, it's believed that Hollywood scriptwriters could walk out, and that would create a huge problem, as well as a ripple effect when it comes to productions and productions right here in BC. Well, Amy Lang is joining us now, the president of North Shore and Mammoth Studios. Amy, thank you so much for being here. No, thanks so much for having me. Uh, how big of a deal is this, the, the idea that potentially Hollywood scriptwriters could walk out? Well, you know, obviously the threat of labor disruptions is taken very seriously. And, you know, with so many employed in the sector and the industry being the size that it is now, it, it, it really is, um, you know, something that we are watching very closely. And what would it mean, do you think, for production here in B.C.? Well, I guess, it, it, you know, the production, there's definitely some hesitation to get productions going. They're waiting to see what's happening. Um, so what could it mean? Could it mean that... They push their dates a little bit. They move around in terms of uh, their production schedule. Um, and, you know, we just kind of have to wait and see. Right. And, and so are places then, or you're hearing or seeing that, uh, that uh, places are shelving productions or, like you said, don't want to start them up if there's this potential or this, this looming threat of a strike? Yeah, I mean, that's certainly the case. But there, there's a lot of um, let's just get ready to go once, once they're once they're through the negotiations. So um, I think, you know, what BC can do is just be ready, and they're certainly doing that um, on a lot of fronts. And I know it, this made me kind of go far back into the archives because it sounded familiar, and I know there was the writer's strike, but it was back in 2007, 2008. Uh, I would imagine mm -hmm. a lot has changed, though, since then as far as the amount of production and kind of BC's role. Oh, certainly. I mean, uh, I mean, the last five years was so busy that I think that the rearview mirror is quite small. And there's a lot of um, new labor force in, in the film industry that have never been through this. And so I think that's kind of amplifying the fear. Um, and so, the, you know, the seasoned veterans have said, hey, don't worry about it. This is the way it used to be. And and this too shall pass and we'll get through it and we'll get back to production. But, you know, when you get back to production, be ready to go because it does sound like the back half of the year can be really busy. Hmm. And, and you mentioned kind of the, the last five years have been so busy and the, the film industry did seem to be one, although it, it did, wasn't unscathed through the pandemic. It did seem to be an industry that found ways to get back up and to ramp up production again. Uh, how was it as far as, as making sure the, that things were still being produced and made and working even as we were dealing with that? Yeah, yeah, certainly not unscathed. <laughs> um, I don't think any industry was. Um, but it, I think it's a, a big nod to the BC industry that they were the first, uh, we were the first uh, production, production jurisdiction to actually get back to work um, during the pandemic. So we were in a better position from a public health standpoint. And so when, and and they worked very hard to make sure that they put in the protocols in place to keep, you know, everybody working on the set safe and, and we're back up and running, which is, you know, got them the momentum to build into a 
$4.8 billion production volumes in the last, you know, 2021. Hmm. And are there other issues when it comes to filming in the industry in BC? I know in the past, too, we've talked about the Canadian dollar and how that can make it really attractive for a, a lot of companies to come uh, to this part of uh, the country or this part of the continent. Uh, are there other issues, though, with, with interest rates and other pressures on the industry? Well, certainly interest rates is, is a key player. But, you know, Hollywood right now is also trying to figure out uh, their business model. So there's a lot of restructuring from the streaming's perspective and what makes sense production volume-wise. So, you know, that's kind of all coming into play. Um, it's certainly becoming a more competitive landscape on the global front. So lots of other uh, nations are also wanting into the production business. Um, it's a great business to be in, and it employs a lot of um, workforce and across-the-board skills development and broad brushstrokes of who's it, who's in the production industry. So it's certainly an attractive industry from an um, economic perspective. Um, so, no, I mean, I guess, you know, the, the strike is not unique to BC and any of the other issues are still really kind of out of the control of our BC um, production. Right. And, and I guess that's part of it, too, in that we've talked recently about the big announcement, the second season of the show, The Last of Us, which is proving to be very, very popular and, and these good yeah. news announcements of things in B.C. Uh, so I, I guess it's just kind of and now waiting to see, like you said, it's, it's out of the control of anybody here, but will have that big impact. No, exactly. Out of our control. And I, I think people should just be patient. And, you know, there will be more good news stories coming down. And, and BC is doing, you know, like all the labor unions are spending this time, you know, in a, a lull that they haven't had for the last, say, five years to actually focus on workforce development and collaborate and see, you know, how, how can BC expand their value proposition beyond um, you know, certain elements that are outside of our control, like like the FX rate, you know. So, um, again, it's such a collaborative industry that they take these times to use it as an opportunity, which, you know, you don't always get, and you kind of have to, you know, capitalize on that. I know some of the issues, too, uh, they're talking about the use of artificial intelligence and really showing uh, how things have changed and how the industry has changed. Have you noticed that as well in that that, that there is, uh, I would think, too, with the, all of the streaming services, there must be, uh, there, well, there is so much more content, but also things changing when it comes to technology. Yeah, I that's unique to the film and television industry, to be honest. I think that's, you know, just a product of 2023. And so everybody is figuring out how, how does technology change the workforce for the better? Um, and how do you utilize it to, you know, shorten production times? And, you know, there's no doubt about it. Uh, the studios are looking to figure out, you know, how can they make a certain X amount of series and, you know, 10%, 20% less than the budget, and, and they've got to, everybody's got to be creative. But I don't think that's to say that the, the writers um, don't have a piece of that. Like, there's such a collaborative aspect in this industry that I think everybody at the table, which sounds like they're still you know, talking in, in, in a positive way, that that is just something that they need to discuss. Right. And uh, again, uh, so many people watching this and hoping that a deal is reached. What kind mm -hmm. of a ripple effect, though, do, would it have if the writers go out, go out on strike as far as other union members honoring that? Would it really bring things to a standstill, do you think? You know, I, I can't really comment because I myself haven't been through 
a, a strike in the industry. And so, yeah, there's certainly a ripple effect. But I think, you know, the takeaway is, is they're, they're not there and, and they're still in negotiations and it sounds positive. And, you know, you just keep an eye on it and hope it doesn't get to that. And if all things, let's say all things work out and a deal is reached and things are going ahead, what are your thoughts on, on the future as far as jobs and things? Because it does seem like it's so busy in BC that, that it will continue to be a fast-growing industry. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I think like what we're looking at is 2023 could could still feel as busy as 2022 just because, um, I mean, my business hat and my perspective is uh, BC is getting a lot of calls and stages are starting to get, you know, spoken for and because they do know that this does pass and then they have content they want to produce and, and LA loves BC and it's, you know, from what I hear, it's their number one choice outside of LA. And so I think, again, as leaders, we just want to focus on making sure that we continue to be their first choice outside of LA. All right. Well, we will continue uh, watching as many people are to see uh, what is happening with these negotiations. Amy, thanks so much for joining us to talk more about this. Appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me.